start the van, pack the balls and nets, because volleyball is going on a road trip to small town Alberta. That's on this episode of Voices of Alberta Volleyball, a 10-part podcast series exploring how volleyball grew to become a popular sport, who contributed to its success, and the challenges overcome along the way. To tell this story, we're hearing from local pioneers in the sport, people who lived and loved volleyball to its place today, in schools, on beaches, and at sporting events. Episode 7, Volleyball on Wheels. Unlike how it is today, where there are volleyball teams dotting the Alberta landscape in places big and small, when volleyball first came to Alberta, it was primarily played in the cities. Edmonton, Calgary, Lethbridge. To help share the game with people from all across the province, the board of the Alberta Volleyball Association came up with an idea. We started with just an idea. That's Teresa Maxwell. She was on the board of the AVA at the time. I was at part of the executive at that time. Obviously, I think I might have been president somewhere along the line. And we're sitting around talking about what we could do to first of all increase the competency level of coaches so that we could have more people doing this and then secondly uh, to get more kids involved in the early stages of learning and when do we start and how do we do this and somebody said yeah what we really need is a volley van we'll get that and fill it full of volleyballs and people that know what they're doing and we'll stop at the schools and we do this and once the idea was uh, put forward that we would have a volley van and we would go out. Uh, we made some pretty basic decisions. And then the office, and Gail would be another one, the office fundamentally ran it. She's talking about Gail Senkyu. The guys always said I was the glue that kept everything together. Gail Senkyu, uh, I was office manager. I was with the association for 25 years. I was sort of mom, office manager. That was my role. <laughs> That office staff at the AVA, including Gail, ran a drove with that idea from the board of directors. Like a lot of programs, the executive have their meetings where a staff were always involved. They would come up with the ideas and guess who gets to do it? So what was this volley van? It's a program that went to the started off with rural communities to give the kids more skills and to promote volleyball in the rural areas because they weren't getting much. What did they call it? Volleyball on Wheels was a program designed to take volleyball out to the community. Uh, At that point in time, there weren't very many opportunities for people to learn volleyball. And as the association, we had decided that we really needed to uh, increase the number of participants at at all levels. And we began to realize that fundamentally uh, the centers, the bigger centers, always had people as coaches. They also had uh, more participants, a bigger population to draw from. So as an association, we decided we had to get it out to them a little bit more, especially the more rural or less populated areas. Now to organize it. This was in the early 1980s, so getting the word out about this new program couldn't be sent out via email or posted on a website. There was no such thing. Instead, the training sessions were announced through the mail and the AVA newsletter. We did it through the schools initially. We would uh, send them a brief little blurb that Alberta Volleyball or 
Alberta Volleyball Association at that time, was prepared to come out and provide a half day or full day workshop for both kids and uh, coaches. And all they had to do was call in and sign up for a date. The AVA would hire former or current university volleyball players or senior club players to lead the training sessions. Hire a few young technicians, uh, volleyball people. We set up a basic curriculum, the, the things they should cover and what they should do. They were uh, given the freedom to tailor it to whatever they needed. Well, once we hired the kids, then they The would kids go. that Gail's referring to? Those were the instructors. And they would go and look at the schedule and figure out where they were going to start. So did they go straight north and come back down to Edmonton? Because it started at first, we just went north. It started with one volley van. Minivan, or no, it wasn't. It was a cargo van. Always a cargo van because they had to have their equipment in there. So they needed nets, they needed the balls. Um, in those days, we could also get funding, so sometimes there could be some t-shirts in there or something like that. And sometimes these guys stayed in the van and slept in it to get from one place to another if they had a long distance and to save money. Sometimes they got billeted, and sometimes they slept in the vans, because I'd say, what? Volleyball on Wheels launched in 1984. It started sort of late September, give the schools a chance to go, and usually ran September, October, two-month program, I would say. That first year, a total of 77 sessions were run. At the end of one year, we'd already have requests for the next year, and there were some places where they went back, you know, year after year sort of thing, and they found that there was an increase in the skill level and an increase in the knowledge of the leaders in the community, so obviously it was uh, having an impact. The second year, 88 sessions ran. The interest in Volleyball on Wheels and the demand for it just kept growing. And then it grew so much that we started to cover the whole province, and then that became way too difficult, so we then had a north and south. A north and south van with two instructors each. At one point, we, we just could not handle the demand, so we split the province in two and hired four people. And so there was one group that went to the north part of the province and one group that went south, because there was a lot of miles that went on to those vans. But this wasn't making Volleyball Alberta lots of money. This was fundamentally a break-even kind of thing. We did not make a pile of money on Volleyvan, you know. And like I said, it was a, a project that was funded to a large extent by the government. You could actually request money for certain programs and we used to have to do this great big binder of information and show the government everything that you did with your money, what programs, how many staff you hired and so that's where the money came from. The cost of the schools and the students were kept low to encourage participation and it worked. So well, in fact, that the Volleyball on Wheels program couldn't keep up with the demand for volleyball skill building. Something had to change. It just kept growing. And that's why it had to go to many clinics and get more into the schools and more year-round. The program was discontinued in the early 2000s. As other programs were developed, 
but Volleyball on Wheels has had a lasting impact on volleyball in the province. It was a great program for the schools because here was a unit that they had a head start in. To get out to those communities that didn't know about volleyball, didn't have the resources to teach any of these things. So I think just reaching out, developing with the skills for all these rural areas that led into the cities. So I think it just made the sport grow more. We went out into the rural areas and they embraced it and started working with all of the, uh, the kinds of people that we had and they started going off on their own and setting up their clubs, organizations. Uh, the association then provided competitions in, through the provincial. So all of a sudden these people did this. We now have more teams in the school, so now we've got uh, different levels of competitions in the school, and all of that happened sort of at the same time. You can't say, oh, well, this led to this, led to that, because it was all evolving together. Teresa Maxwell and Gail Senkew speaking about the innovative program Volleyball on Wheels, which took the sport to rural Alberta. Just one of the 10 stories being explored on the Voices of Alberta Volleyball podcast. The music featured on this episode was by Dr. Turtle, the piece Grow Grotesque. Next time on the podcast, hear about the three key local developments in officiating the game. The Volleyball Alberta History Project is generously supported by the Alberta Historical Resources Foundation and the Alberta Lottery Fund. A special thanks to Joelle Reiniger for getting this project started, conducting the interviews and compiling the history which this podcast is based upon. Thanks for listening to Voices of Alberta Volleyball, presented by the Provincial Sport Association, Volleyball Alberta. Volleyball Alberta.